everyone, and welcome to our podcast today. I'm Edie Tolbert. And I'm Jennifer Edwards. And we are Business Besties. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Business Besties podcast. I'm your host, Edie, with my business bestie. Hello. Jennifer. So this is the last in a series of four on leadership and, and the mind, being mindful of the leaders as a leader. Um, the first week was how to build business relationships and how important they are to your business. Um, then the second week, we talked about failures and successes. Um, definitely want to give that a listen. And then last week, we talked about leadership is mindful and how important it is to discipline your thoughts, um, lead yourself first. And um, and your character, how your character plays a role in um, everything you do as a leader. And today, we're going to talk about wisdom and wealth and how that is important in your business. Um, first point that we want to talk about is how to chase purpose instead of money. <laughs> and I think I think what that means for me is that when you do have a God-given purpose, and we all do, God puts us on this this planet with a purpose in mind. The minute that we come out of the womb, he starts um, getting us ready for that purpose. Um, because that, honestly, for me, when I finally realized what my purpose was after being diagnosed with cancer, it was it changed my life. It changed my life. I wasn't driven by how much money I can make, um, what my status was in the world, um, what I drove, how, what I dress, what I, you know, what I wore to work or whatever, it became, um, so much more fulfilling to have, to recognize what my purpose was and, and how God was going to take my cancer diagnosis and make it something really good. So, um, and I probably could have been chasing my purpose a lot earlier. It was just at that point that I was diagnosed with cancer. All those things that he had been teaching me and put, placing me in all became very tangible at that moment that what I was going to be doing in the future. So um, It's very interesting when we get to that place and we realize, oh, that's why I went <laughs> yes. through that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I have yeah. a couple of very distinct things in my mm-hmm. In my history of it didn't make a whole lot of sense at the time. Yeah. But it certainly makes sense now. Yeah. And I guarantee you everybody that's listening to this podcast can relate to that. Mm -hmm. They've got things that they went through in their past and they're like, what on earth? And if if you don't know yet, at some point you will. If you keep seeking God first, um, he will definitely reveal that to you. Um, Because nothing is wasted. Nothing is wasted. Absolutely nothing is wasted. He takes everything that the enemy meant for evil and ter- turns it into something good. Yep. Um, the second bullet point, did you have anything else to add to that purpose versus money instead of money? Um, the only thing I would say, and we talked about this a little bit before we hit record, is that it is real easy to let the lies of the enemy get you off course Mm -hmm. in that that piece of Mm -hmm. purpose versus money Mm -hmm. because i'm a numbers person and because um i i know my personal break even i know how much money i need to um bring back home out of my business 
sometimes I can get very money driven mm -hmm. because I know those numbers, but mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that I'm off balance. No. It means that I just know my numbers and I'm wise about that. Where I get off balance is where my purpose gets foggy mm -hmm. because I'm focusing so much on the numbers. Right. And right. that, I mean, I'm just going to be full on vulnerable. That mm -hmm. happens to me all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, because I know those numbers and because I, I feel a huge responsibility of what I bring home to pour into our household, I can get very numbers centric mm -hmm. and lose my focus on the purpose. Right. And so that's just me being full on vulnerable here. Yep. And, and I think, that, but that's also wise. We kind of talked about that, you know, knowing your numbers and knowing your break even and knowing what it takes to take care of, of your responsibilities is completely different than, you know, $100,000 isn't enough. Um, and once you get to that goal, it's, oh, now I'm going to do 250. Oh, oh, that's good. Now, now 500. Okay. A million, a billion, a trillion, you know, it's, it's never being, having that satisfied feeling of the amount of money that you bring in. Yep. And so that's when you're chasing money as opposed to being wise about where you stand and how do you take care of it. That's good stewardship. Right. That is good stewardship. Right. Um, are you addicted to achievement? Oh, I'm certain that throughout my life I have been. <laughs> like, absolutely. Uh -huh. I... Uh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> well, and I, and I feel like, you know, when you have an entrepreneurial spirit, it's almost yeah. built in mm -hmm. and that's part of the fight. If you want to call it that of staying balanced mm -hmm. is, am I achieving? And if so, who am I achieving it for? Mm -hmm. Am I chasing this because God placed me here to chase mm -hmm. it? Or am I chasing something of my own? Mm -hmm. Because there's nothing wrong with achievement. Right. It's all in the motivation behind it. Yeah. And I think for me, um, I've always been um, competitive. Um, I've, I love achievement. I love um, achieving things and, you know, marking them off the list, or so to speak. I can remember back in the day when I was a young, young, young girl, um, that status symbol did mean something, you know, I, I wanted to carry the right purse and wear the right clothes and drive the right car and, um, you know, have the hat, the, the three bedroom house with the 2.5 kids, blah, 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 blah. But I think as I got older, um, for me, comparison was the thing that really, really tore me down. Mm -hmm. Um, comparing myself. And I think a part of that was back in that day too, where I would compare myself to um, other women in the business and what they were achieving. You know, they were supervisors, they were district managers, they were um, whatever. Always wanting that bigger title. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. In the corporate world, that's uh -huh. so mm -hmm. easy to get yeah. caught up in. Yeah. And um, so I think, and then, and then, you know, when I quit my job and became a stay-at-home mom, I was always going to be the better stay-at-home mom. I was going to be the better parent teacher association person, blah, 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 blah. And so, and then, and then the comparison came in when I felt like somebody else was getting more, um, attention mm -hmm. that wasn't working as hard as I was. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And so again, going back to the balance, finding that balance of who, who am I trying to receive glory from? Who am I trying to please? And, and when you, 
figure out what, you know, where you're supposed to be. The only one that you're supposed to be doing that for is the Lord. Um, comparison. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it's completely gone, but it sure is not a, yeah. a element in my life like it was. Well, and I want to, I want to say something here that I'm hoping will release some mm-hmm. of our listeners. Mm-hmm. So Edie and I have both driven the nice car. Mm-hmm. We've both had the nice house. Mm-hmm. So just trust us when we say that there will come a point mm-hmm. where it won't matter. It won't matter. Because I drove a Mercedes. Oh, yeah. Nicest car I've ever driven. Mm-hmm. Most expensive to repair you will ever oh, have. I'm just saying. Just know. I mean, and, I, and I'm not saying anything bad about that. Mm-hmm. I think everybody on the planet should get to drive a Mercedes for a while. Mm-hmm. I think everybody should get to live in a house like what Ron and I just moved out of. Mm-hmm. 4,400 square feet, sat mm-hmm. on the water. It was the most amazing experience mm-hmm. to say. I, don't, I know that there aren't a lot of people... Mm-hmm. I know there aren't a lot of people that are going to mm-hmm. have that opportunity, and we got to be one of those people. Yeah. But there's a price that comes with that. Yes, there is. There is a huge there is. price. You there. You have to count the cost big time. Yeah. So now what do I want? Well, we're building a house that is half the size. Mm-hmm. Um, I laugh because in the previous house, I it literally took forever to get from my office to the kitchen to get a glass of water Mm because it was up some stairs and up some more stairs and around a corner and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Now I can literally walk from the furthest extent (laughs) to the other end in less than like, I don't know, maybe 15 seconds. I love it. It's, it's so Mm -hmm. much smaller. Mm -hmm. And really, honestly, I love the car I have right now. I'm not, I don't have a problem with it, but at the point that we get to buy a new car, Mm -hmm. I want a Subaru. I just think they're the cutest little cars uh-huh. ever. Uh-huh. So I'm I'm not in the I I just hope it gives somebody some some peace to mm-hmm. know that you're going through whatever the rest of us go through and you will come to a point mm-hmm. where it just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like you'll want a Subaru too. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And for me, I all I wanted was a beetle bug. And now they don't make them anymore. Aww. So I totally wasted all that time when yeah. I could have I could have been buzzing around town in a beetle bug. Oh, and instead you had what was it, infinity or something? Yes, a big a big old honking infinity giant. that I ran over every single curb in the, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> and what you really wanted what was I really a beetle. wanted was a beetle bug. Yeah. See, and this is the thing that I hope people hear mm-hmm. is you choose the big nice thing mm-hmm. because it think you think it's gonna as it's gonna make you feel successful mm-hmm. when what you really want is a Subaru or a beetle, beetle bug. <laughs> been happy with my little blue beetle bug yeah i just wanted a blue beetle bug just and and honestly just be authentic to yourself yeah Yeah. i mean i feel like that's a huge about a huge amount of wisdom is just be authentic yes did i love the mercedes oh my goodness best car i ever drove drove so smooth oh yeah you've never it's like sitting down into like the most luxury recliner you've ever Mm -hmm. had Mm -hmm. so I, yeah, I mean, I, everybody should get to, but yeah. just know that if you're in that place where you're just, you just feel like you just won't ever be successful if you don't have the big house yeah. or the car or whatever, I promise you're going to get to a point where you're like, that is not the big thing. No, no. The big thing is, is health. Health. The big thing is wisdom. Serving other people. Serving other people. Mm-hmm. And you'll get there. Yeah. I promise you'll get yeah. there. You totally and will. There's nothing wrong with you right now. If you feel like there's something wrong with you because you want the big house and the car, there's nothing wrong with you. It is a Go season. Go for it. Go, Go for, for it. it. It is absolutely a season. But if what you really want is a beetle bug, get yourself a get beetle yourself bug before beetle they bug. stop making them. <laughs> Dead gummit. That's exactly right. Uh, now, and now I don't know. I mean, I've got. 
I've got a Mazda right now, a little SUV, and it's got 85,000 miles on it. And I told myself I'd keep it until it's 100,000. So I've literally got 15,000 miles to decide. Oh, you should go find a beetle bug. I guess I could. You could. You just have to get a used one. I'm sure there's one out there. Oh, Edie, I want to see you in a beetle bug. <laughs> I want to see Try you Try to totally... convince my husband of a oh, beetle bug. Okay. Oh. Maybe there's another layer of things Yes, here. yes, yes. Okay, so now we're going to define wealth. Okay, so in the dictionary, oops, wealth is an abundance of a valuable of valuable possessions or money. He will use his wealth to bribe officials. Well, that sounds that fun. sounds really <laughs> negative, doesn't it? <laughs> the state of being rich, material prosperity. Some people buy boats and cars to display their wealth. Plentiful supplies of a particular resource. The country's mineral wealth. So that's the actual dictionary definition of wealth. Yeah, I'm not. I don't care so An much abundance about of valuable possessions or money. Hmm. How do you feel about that, Jennifer? Well, and for the world, that's exactly how it's defined. Yeah. Yeah. But for Christians, mm-hmm. wealth is, I mean, I like the word abundance. Right. But right. I want an abundance of peace. Right. Or I want an abundance of time with my family. Mm-hmm. Or I'd like maybe an abundance of rest. Right. <laughs> right. Hello. 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 So I I see wealth differently. Yeah. And I, I know it's defined differently in, in the word. Yeah. I think I think for me, um wealth means health. We yes. talked about that. Um, especially when you've when you've gone through a health issue. That becomes first and foremost, probably more so than it did before. And family, like you, family, and um, fulfilling my purpose. Um, I feel more satisfaction um, in making sure that I stay healthy, taking care of myself and my family, and then serving the people that God has entrusted me to serve. Mm -hmm. And I think there's no amount of money that could... um, no. <laughs> okay, maybe multiple millions. Millions of <laughs> trillion. I mentioned yeah. billion and trillion. <laughs> what I could do with a billion or trillion. And again, it wouldn't be for me. Oh, no. No. It would be to take care of other people. Yeah. So I've always said I don't play the lottery, but if I did, you know, when they have in Oklahoma, we have these ridiculous signs that say the lottery is up to X number yeah. of millions. Yeah. So Ron and I always play the, ooh, if we won, uh-huh. what would we do with the money yeah. game? Mm-hmm. And it's in the top. Five, it's always, um, and because I worked at my church, mm-hmm. I have privileged information about financial stuff because I was a finance manager. Right. Um, if I got that kind of money, I would immediately, one of the top five things I would do is pay off our mortgage mm-hmm. at, at our church mm-hmm. because the church mortgage came from previous pastors, not mm-hmm. the current pastor. Mm-hmm. And the the weight of that is a yes. lot, yes. and he does a great job in what we could do mm-hmm. for the kingdom if that wasn't there. I mm-hmm. mean, I would give that money. I mean, I would. Yeah. My Ron and I have dreamt about mm-hmm. writing that check, mm-hmm. finding out what the balance is, writing that check, sitting down in front of Pastor Jonathan and sliding the check across his <laughs> desk. We already know what it would look like. Yeah. I mean, it would be the most amazing thing yeah. to ever do because wealth doesn't. If if wealth if wealth is money, that's yeah. what Ron and I would do with it. Right. 
We would right. set up scholarship funds mm-hmm. for all the people that mm-hmm. we love. I mean, mm-hmm. it would not be mm-hmm. about us. Would, right. we, would we pay off our house? Yeah. Pay off your would. house and car if you had. Yeah. 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 I mean, we'd, we'd pay that off. Yeah. But really, we would have fun with it, mm-hmm. doing other things mm-hmm. for other people. Yeah. But wealth isn't necessarily about money. Right. It's not. I don't think. It's about the time that mm-hmm. we spend with people. Yeah. It's about making people's lives richer. Right. But it has nothing to do with money. Money. Right. Exactly. Exactly. All right, so let's um, let's dive into this this first point. Is I, I wrote down is this in quotations what I'm called to do, or am I trying to keep up with the world? And that's a important question. It is a very important question, and you should ask yourself that every day, every single day. Yeah. I would, yes, for sure. Yeah, because what you're called to do, first of all, we all question it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. We all wonder what it is and we question it. And then when you do get there, the enemy comes and attacks and tells you, well, the reason that thing didn't work is because you're on the wrong track. Mm-hmm. You know, he takes yeah. a little bit of truth and always twists it. Twists it. Mm-hmm. And just sticking with it is is important. Mm-hmm. And knowing what you're called to do. Mm-hmm. I, I say this at the beginning of every single vision board session that you were placed on this earth in this exact time in history mm-hmm. with the talents and the gifts that God's placed in you mm-hmm. to do something that is unique mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. No one else on mm-hmm. the entire planet can do what it is that God has called you to do. Exactly. Exactly. Nobody can can finish it for you. Nobody can start it for you. It's, it's all yours. It's all yours. And I think that um, if you don't know what your purpose is and, and they're, I'm sure lots of people out there that don't. It's just focusing on the day, like we talked about last week. Um, the manna for today. What am I mm-hmm. supposed to do today? And concentrate on that until it becomes very clear mm-hmm. what your purpose is. Mm-hmm. And um, you just have to keep moving in that direction until you know that you know what your purpose is and what you're called to do. I would challenge everybody that's listening If you have not ever heard the still small voice of the Holy Spirit, Mm. or you haven't heard it in a long time, Mm -hmm. I would encourage you to get quiet, Mm -hmm. find some time, get in a place you're not going to be disturbed, Mm -hmm. open up your Bible, Mm -hmm. and start praying and reading. Yeah. Because I promise you, if you are a Christian, Mm -hmm. you already have the Holy Spirit inside of you. Mm -hmm. And it's yeah. that still small voice. And while we all wish that it would be an audible, mm-hmm. loud, scream oh. in your face, mm-hmm. drop the no. bricks on your head, it's not that. Mm-mm. He's waiting, because he's a gentleman, mm-hmm. for you to get quiet mm-hmm. and to get the mind chatter to stop so that he can get your full attention. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Okay, so are the choices I make directed by God and where is he leading? Not because it looks good on the ground. Mm. (laughs) let me say that again are the choices i make directed by god and where he is leading not because it looks good on the ground Mm. and i and i talked a little bit last week about when i launched the nonprofit. i'd been doing cancer patient services at our spa for six years knew that i knew that i knew that that was my purpose and yet when i launched the nonprofit, i threw in caregivers and firefighters Mm -hmm. Because that made it look more appealing, right? Mm-hmm. Made it, made it, made it look. Was it because it looks good, good on, on the, the ground. ground? Yep. When he had shown me over six years that that's what he wanted me to do, but I wasn't satisfied with that being mm-hmm. my my sole 
purpose. Right. Right. And then two years in, what did I have to do? I had to back up, take, you know, remove the firefighters and the caregivers and just concentrate on the cancer patients. And that's when doors started opening. Right. Bigger and better, more, you know, you're, it's never enough. Yeah, it totally is enough. That was a, that was a big enough purpose. I didn't need to add anything to it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, when I started my business, one of the things that I did is I took a couple of months after I, um, my season was over working at the church. I'd finished up a big project and I sat down with a huge stack of index cards. I like practical you know, I'm always saying, how can we practically do this? I love um, practical suggestions on how to achieve certain things. And so what I did was I took a big pack of index cards and I just started writing on each one a different thought or idea. And I just kept writing I had until I just had this gigantic pile of index cards. And what it boiled down to was that I wanted to help people. And I just had to figure out what did that look like? What did helping people look like? And I had done vision boards years, a couple of years prior to with some friends after I had read about it. And um, I just thought, gosh, could this be how I help people? And so I just kind of jumped into it and decided, okay, I'll just start with vision boards and mm-hmm. see. And it was that act of, not worrying about what it looks like on the ground because mm-hmm. nobody at that point that I knew of mm-hmm. anywhere, and even mm-hmm. still to this day, there's so few people that do vision board workshops mm-hmm. and in this area anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, it was that when I realized I can help people by doing this. Mm-hmm. And it didn't really matter what it looked like on the ground because I had nothing to compare it to. Um, and this was my purpose is helping people. Right, right. And vision boards are so... I mean, I can remember when you approached me about vision boards, and I think I've said this before, and I was like, what? I'm going to mm-hmm. take pictures and post them on a poster board? What? But when I actually went through the process, mm-hmm. and how many have I done now? Like five? I think so. <laughs> five? <laughs> Every time I want to try something new, Edie is my guinea pig. <laughs> and I'll gladly, gladly do it. <laughs> Choose me. Pick me. Pick me. Every time I revamp my system, I'm like, okay, Edie, we got to go through this again. <laughs> so um, they truly just help you cast that vision. And, and get out of your mind what God has has picked for you mm-hmm. and put mm-hmm. it on a mm-hmm. paper. And I'm a visual person, so I love to look at them. Yeah. So that's awesome. All right. Third question. Are you seeking wisdom or are you comfortable being smart? Ooh. Hmm. So one of the things that I watched when I was in college is watched as in I would meet people and I you can get into a conversation yes mm-hmm. they are a Christian and then watch over the years as they educated my I'm doing quotes here <laughs> educated themselves right out of their relationship with God oh because liberal colleges are really good at that oh yeah mm-hmm. they're really good at educating mm-hmm. you right out of your mm-hmm. relationship with God because it's not practical and there's mm-hmm. not science and blah blah, blah. yeah so um being smart is important. Mm-hmm. Having wisdom is more important, I think. Mm-hmm. And smarts come to me. Smarts are more book yeah. related. Mm-hmm. And um, you can get off on lots of rabbit trails mm-hmm. by just reading stuff. Mm-hmm. You sure can. 
And I think, um, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Hold on. It'll come Hold back. Hold on, Charlie. I think we've done this more <laughs> in this series than we have in the whole time we've been podcasting. We're we talking about wisdom and smarts. Yeah. I think I think you're right. I think textbook, you can read a lot of things. You you can you can be smart. You can be intelligent. But I think wisdom comes from action too. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes from learning lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying that. That everything is bad and then you learn from it, but you definitely do learn from those choices that you make mm-hmm. um, when you didn't seek God first. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I think that it also lends itself to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to refer back to the yoga studio in that that was a totally God idea when we launched that. Um, and COVID hit and I, he knew COVID was coming. I mean, not a surprise. Yeah. Not a surprise. Nothing is a surprise for God. But questioning what to do with that because it was a God idea. But then looking at it, instead of looking at it as I'm not going to give this up because God gave me this vision, but what did you want me to learn here? Mm-hmm. And not hanging on to it just because it was a God idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's being wise. Because again, nothing is wasted. Right. Right. And and by by closing down the yoga studio... And a, making a couple other decisions with that has opened up so much more that I feel like is fully focused on us serving our cancer clients. Mm-hmm. It it was it was huge. And so the wisdom that you have now mm-hmm. from going through that process mm-hmm. of I feel like Everything narrowed. It just kept narrowing and Mm -hmm. kept narrowing for you. Like Mm -hmm. you didn't any longer do the um, co-working space Mm -hmm. and you didn't any longer do the yoga space. Mm -hmm. And there were a couple other things that you, Mm -hmm. you know, you just continued. You even can, you even narrowed. I remember you telling me the last time you updated your menu of services, Mm -hmm. you've even narrowed that down Mm -hmm. and made it more simple. Mm -hmm. And so I think wisdom mm-hmm. comes in simplification. Right. Or maybe maybe I should have said the other simplification. No. You know yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But simplification. Yes. In all of that, it's hard to simplify. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult for mm-hmm. us to just narrow things down and mm-hmm. under and learn by the process of elimination and mm-hmm. all of that. But you did that. Mm-hmm. And now you have so much more wisdom. So if someone came to you and said... Edie, I'm thinking of doing all these things. You would immediately have mm-hmm. the answer of don't do that, don't do that, and don't do that. Mm-hmm. And who do you really want to serve and who's your ideal client? Mm-hmm. I had, I just had a, a girl from our small group. Um, she was one of the ones that I reached out to to, to do the read-through on my book. And uh, I saw her at church Saturday and was going to go up and ask her and say, hey, you know, what's the update on the book? And then I felt a check. And I was, I just said, how are you doing? And she just began to, she's an entrepreneur, business owner. It's not going well. Um, And and that, and I I felt immediately the Holy Spirit giving me things to say to her, but he told me to hold back, just listen to her, let her process. She's not in a good place. Um, But we're going to have coffee this week. Mm -hmm. And I think it will be one of those. wisdom things from what I learned Mm -hmm. going through, you know, my narrowing of my, um, path, road, lane, whatever you want to call it. 
And that's, and that's a hard place to be because I know that I, and she just kept saying, I know I hear from the Lord. I know I hear from the Lord. And I know she does. Right. She's, <clears throat> excuse me. She's an excellent intercessory prayer person. Mm. So it made me ask the question, is there something else you want her to do? And if it is, does closing her business lead her to the next thing? Right. But as and an even entrepreneur, the, closing yeah, your business is like failure. It's failure. like your worst ego and he, slashing. Yes. Yes. And he, he, he wants her to see that. And I don't know if that's the answer or not. But, um, you know, just, just reaching out to her and, and, and saying, you know, okay, what's the worst case scenario? You know, because of what I learned going through that, Mm -hmm. and you remember me praying, I was, I was in, I was in Florida and I said, what do we need to do with the yoga studio, Lord? He said, well, look at your numbers over the last six months and you know what to do. And I was like, can you not just tell me, close it, (laughs) keep it open? I mean, why do I have to do some more work? (laughs) But you know, we get to that place and I, yeah. within 30 minutes, I was like, fine. <laughs> oh, dear. I know exactly what I need to do. Yeah. So I think it's those moments when you, you just like, what do I need to do here? Mm-hmm. And stop and listen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's so important. I mean, if you ask God a question and then you just go on. Right. I mean, he's like waiting patiently for you to stop and listen. Right. And we have such a hard time with this now that we all have an attention span of goldfish. <laughs> That's the truth. Did you know that? It's so There true. was a study. There was actually a, <laughs> a study done. And goldfish have an attention. You can keep their attention for seven seconds. And they did the same thing with humans. And it was like six seconds. A goldfish has more attention span than the... Yes. I'm going to get a goldfish and put it in my office. <laughs> As a reminder. <laughs> have a goldfish in my house yeah. in my office <laughs> everybody will be going what's up with the goldfish did you know they only have a tension span of seven seconds <laughs> except the humans have less and humans have less so i've got six seconds to give you what that's I right that's it oh and that's gosh. all you get so i think that um i think that smart you can be smart mm-hmm. you can be money smart mm-hmm. you can be um relational smart mm-hmm. but but are you wise right and I feel like the word wise, you think of an old sage. Yeah. You know, yeah. someone who sits and is quiet and mm-hmm. people come mm-hmm. and he says three words and it solves all the, the problems. problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But there's something to being wise and I feel like wisdom comes with time. Yeah. Wisdom comes with experiences. Mm-hmm. Your experiences mm-hmm. of having to go through what you did to mm-hmm. get where you are now, mm-hmm. where you're, you're purpose is very clear Mm -hmm. and you understand it's a season yeah you know and And I think you hit the nail on the head two words experiences and season Mm -hmm. and what you take from each one of those Mm -hmm. each time yep builds wisdom that's so true it just it does it is very true it does okay let's see where we are all right anything else you'd like to add about wisdom and wealth I think we've done a good job of covering that. Mm-hmm. I just want, I think if I just wanted any entrepreneur to know something is that most of the time the the feelings that you're feeling that feel lonely, mm-hmm. you are not alone. Mm-hmm. Like I promise you are not alone. Mm-hmm. And 
what you're learning through it becomes the wisdom that mm-hmm. takes you to the next step. Yeah. So with you saying that, I feel like we need to just recap about this series. When we talked about the relationship side of it, you know, figure out who your inner circle is. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, get your inner circle, um, build those relationships, work on your partnerships for your business. Um, what was the next thing we talked about? Failures and successes. Make sure that you celebrate your successes and learn from your failures. And, and put your and, failures into perspective. But yes, exactly. It, it, it's going to happen. You're going to have it them. Is, yeah. So put them in perspective. Just put it in perspective and in. let it be a stepping stone. Yes. And then be mindful. Make sure that, you know, your character, um, your thoughts determine your character. Mm-hmm. Make sure you lead you first. Mm-hmm. And um, and then wisdom and wealth. Make sure that you have a good definition of what wealth looks like for you. Mm-hmm. And make sure that there's some wisdom in the layers of the cake. Has I think to be. that one of the most important things I heard somebody say that was a successful business person was that when he started his business, he sat down and he wrote out what 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 success looked like to mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, duh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, and he wrote it out like all mm-hmm. the way down to did he want employees? Did he not want employees? Well, yeah. he'd been very successful at the top of his game in the advertising world. Mm-hmm. And he'd had all these employees under him. And because of that, it was it had little to do with advertising and everything to do with why that person was mad that they didn't get the corner office mm-hmm. or why this person got this and they didn't get that. Like he wanted to do advertising. Like right. that's what he went to college for. That's what he right. enjoyed, but right. he wasn't doing that at all. So success for him was being a solopreneur. Yeah. And if he needed help, he would hire that out as a Genius. subcontractor. Genius. Right. And he defined all the pieces. Mm-hmm. Of what success looked like. Yeah. And that's wisdom. That's wisdom. If you Big start time. out like that, yeah. instead of waiting five years yeah. <laughs> in. Or 12. <laughs> it's, it, yes. ma- it matters. It does matter. It does matter. All right. Kick in the butt. Celebration time. Got one? I think that this particular episode has been very enlightening for me. Mm-hmm. Because I have been lied to. Mm-hmm. To make me feel like I have failed mm-hmm. in that I focus on numbers. Mm-hmm. And sometimes focusing on those numbers makes me lose my purpose. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not that I'm failing at anything. It's that I just got a little off balance. Mm-hmm. And that is my kick in the butt is I can still care about the break even and yes. understand that I need to bring in X number of dollars because we have to pay the house payment and right. I have to pay the insurance exactly. and all the things. Exactly. And that doesn't take away from the purpose. No. And there's it's just a matter of keeping myself balanced. Yeah. I think I think that's great. That is great. For me, um just just the confirmation of chasing my purpose and not the money. Mm-hmm. Um I think in the last oh, four or five years, that's been more what I've been about is chasing the purpose mm-hmm. and not the money. Mm-hmm. Um, although I've been lied to as well in, in that the enemy tells me that my purpose doesn't mean anything if I can't pay the bills, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, boy. See, and, he takes that little bit of truth. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and he just distorts it uh-huh. to the point where how many times have I called you and said, I'm getting my purse and I'm walking out and I'm done. And I'm going like, to go get a job. I'm going to go get a job at Costco greeting people when they come in. And you're like, no, you're not. I say, oh, yeah, mm, I'm I like, so I am. No, you're not. <laughs> but um, just staying focused and staying in my lane. Yep. Um, I know what my purpose is and not letting him in with his freaking lies. Yep. Yep. So one of the things that I would love to hear from our listeners is we try to do Mm -hmm. um, series Mm -hmm. um, because we just kind of feel like it to do a series, Mm -hmm. you can get into it a little bit more and Mm -hmm. we can cover more material that way. But we'd love to hear like what can Edie and I as business besties and those with, I mean, we're both, I'm getting ready to turn 55 and she's 60 something. And and we've both been in business. I've been in business for decades. She's been in business for decades. And so what would you love to hear? Are we missing something? Have we missed a big, big, big topic that you really, really, really need to know about? Because we're, we do this because we want to help people. Right. We want to just share our knowledge and we've been talking a lot. We've been doing this since July. So Mm -hmm. What is it that you guys want to hear about? Yeah. How can we help you? Yeah. What does that look like? Yeah. Ask us some questions. Send them to us an email. My email is edie at stonebrookdayspa.com. And you can get me at jennifer at directionmasterminds.com. Seriously, guys, we would love to mm-hmm. hear if there's anything specific that um, you need help with. Mm-hmm. Shoot us an email and we'll we'll see what we can do with yeah, it for sure. Yeah, love it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys, hope you enjoyed this series. We will see you next week with something completely new. Bye, guys. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Edie. And this is Jennifer. And we hope that we've inspired you to find your business bestie if you haven't already.